Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the wonderful people at True Math Fitness in the Gulch. In fact, I was just texting Worth Campbell about his new head coach. He's very happy with the hire. You will be happy when you go for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. No workout ever recycled or repeated. TrueMath will put you in position to succeed. They will help you maximize your goals with the best workout in Middle Tennessee. Of course, the great folks at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com for more information about how she can protect your constitutional rights and Zen Sports, the place that you go to wager on all your favorite major sports right there. A-T-O-Z-T-N is the promo code that you need to get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. So um, some of you guys asking me when I found out the news. So I got a text today. Let's go back through the phone because the phone the phone is uh, nuclear hot right now in my hand. Uh, at about 12.22, uh, text from a Titan source Callahan with uh, Callahan as head coach and worth noting, not anything confirmed yet, but this was from the same source, Callahan as head coach and Brown, talking about Thomas Brown, the former Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator as the OC pairing here. Brown was with Ran, Zach, and Zach Taylor's offense with the Rams. So there was connections there that might be foreshadowing, but I got that text about 1222. And the announcement, uh, or the uh, not they haven't announced it officially with the team, but Tom Pelissero broke the news, uh, I think, at about 6.30 today. So that's kind of where we're at. Nathan Largent says, of the home of the uh, hire, home run my ass. He does not feel as optimistic as so many of you do uh, about the Brian Callahan hire, and we can talk about that together. That's where we'll start your Two Rivers Ford take. Uh, how are, how is the news of the hire hitting you? What was your first reaction to hearing this, um, come down the line on social media today? I think there's going to be a lot of reactions to it. I know within the organization, they are thrilled with the news that Brian Callahan is going to be their next head coach. This is the person that they wanted from the first, uh, person that they scheduled an interview with to the first in-person interview that they scheduled a follow-up with. They knew that they wanted Brian Callahan before. Now, of course, they have to conduct a full Rooney Rule search, so it wasn't just uh, minority candidates that were interviewed here. They took Thomas Brown and David Shaw's candidacy seriously, but this looks and feels like a situation where you could have a couple of guys interviewing for the position of head coach, and one ends up falling under the other as their offensive coordinator here. I would say keep an eye on Thomas Brown moving into the future, but we'll get to that in a second segment. So how did the news hit you? It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is presented by Two Rivers Ford. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service is what the Two Rivers Ford crew offers to you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, um... My first reaction was, okay, this is the correct move. This is the thing that makes the most sense. This is the thing, this is the hire that checks the most boxes. What have we talked about all off-season long? Hell, what have we talked about all year long? Everything that they do as an organization, whether that was under Mike Vrabel, 
or whether that will be now under Brian Callahan has to be done to maximize the value, the potential, the efficiency, and the skill of now no longer rookie quarterback Will Levis. Will Levis has three years remaining on his rookie deal. He's not a first-round pick, even though he was selected damn near in the first round, 33rd overall. Will Levis is, for all intents and purposes, a first-round selection at quarterback. They have to find ways to put him in the best possible position to succeed. Brian Callahan is a quarterback by trade. He was a walk-on quarterback at UCLA. His entire coaching background from college to pro has been spent on the offensive side of the ball, whether he was coaching quarterbacks specifically, whether he was an offensive play caller, uh, whether he was an offensive coordinator in Cincinnati who did not call plays. He has coached wide receivers. Everything that this man has done in his professional coaching career at every level, high school, college, or pro, has been in service of the offensive side of the football. And that is where the Titans need to be. That's why my first reaction is home run. Home run hire. He has to put together a good staff. We'll see that come out in the uh, in the coming days. And like I said, I'd keep an eye on some familiar names, some people who have interviewed for this job and things of that nature. But this is the thing that is going to put them in best position to succeed. Now, uh, I'm going to let you hear from the Bengals radio analyst, longtime Bengals offensive lineman, Dave Lapham. He was on the radio show what was that, last Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, I had a sick day, but Lucas Panzica, who's the executive producer of the radio show, stepped in for me, so did Bert, and they made it go. And they interviewed Dave Lapham about Brian Callahan and why this man makes so much sense for the Tennessee Titans. This was Lucas and Dave Lapham last week talking about the new Titans head coach. Offensive coordinator, but not primary play caller, can wave off pretty easily. Why should people not do that when it comes to Brian Callahan and who he is as a head coaching candidate? Uh, because, you know, I think to be a successful head coach in the National Football League, I mean, you can have a coordinator, you can have a play caller. I mean, there's there's a few head coaches in the NFL that do call plays, but there are still coordinators that, uh, that, that call plays. And in Brian's case, I'm sure he would have a coordinator in mind uh, that he would probably uh, empowered to call the plays, or it might be a joint effort. And, you know, make no mistake about it, um, Zach Taylor calls the plays, but Brian Callahan is part of the dialogue with Zach Taylor every single play until, you know, time doesn't allow any more debate or conversation about it, and then Zach Taylor will make a decision. But Brian Callahan has tremendous input on a play-by-play basis, even though he's not the, the voice that is going into the helmet of the quarterback in terms of the actual play call and in terms of uh, game planning, I mean, it's, that's, it's a big part of it. A large, large part of it is his baby. Now, you know, he's got his other offensive coaches contributing. There's no question about that. And Zach Taylor, you know, gets, gets his fingers and thumb into it a little bit as well. But Brian's the coordinator of that, putting all of that together. And he's, uh, he's done a pretty darn good job. I, I think too, from a football standpoint, uh, a head coach in my mind in this era of football, has to be able to deliver a clear message. And Brian Callahan is as, as good a communicator as I've worked with. I mean, the, the guy is unbelievable in terms of uh, having a message and being, being able to communicate that message. And then the other thing is uh, relationship building. I mean, in today's era, that's a very, very important thing with uh, today's athlete. And Brian Callahan is unbelievably talented in terms of his people skills, building relationships with you know, players, coaches, everybody in the organization. I mean, as far as 
a football coach. He's immensely talented as far as being a human being. He's even more so. The dude is just one hell of a good guy, no matter what profession he's in. So that's the Bengals radio analyst, Dave Lapham, talking about the new Titans head coach, Brian Callahan. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout ever recycled or repeated. TrueMath puts you in position to succeed. Workout at the best facility with the best coaching staff, uh, coaching staff, that maybe will even rival your own football team's coaching staff. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. So, how do you feel about the hire of Brian Callahan? Uh, Josh Sabata says he likes hearing that from Dave Lapham. The the level up. So, I'm tired of the word collaboration, even though that's the word that you're going to hear over and over and over again. I'm sure when Rand and, and Callahan give their press conference that it's going to be mentioned. I'm sure when statements come out to the effect of hiring Callahan that the collaborative effort is going to be mentioned. There's a million different words that you can use for that, and that word's been run into the ground. So what, what I like hearing about that is that, one, you're going to hire somebody who is gifted at maximizing the skill set of a quarterback regardless of who that quarterback is. It's not just Derek Carr and Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford, who Brian Callahan have worked with and been able to bring the best out of. Jake Browning is a great example of what Brian Callahan is able to do for a quarterback within the within the scope of his, schema, uh, his scheme and playing to the strengths of the individual player at the position, at a position that Brian Callahan fundamentally understands. You'll remember, and maybe you won't, but... My, interviewing Mike Vrabel over the course of the last couple of years, we'd ask him, you know, hey, Mike, what's what's it like as a quarterback when you're when you're doing X, Y and Z, getting ready for whatever the whatever the scenario that we're asking Mike Vrabel about specifically with the quarterback? And a lot of times Mike would respond, well, I've never played quarterback, so I don't know. Now, that's that's OK. That's not that's not damning. But in today's day and age, and specifically with this team and this window, this three-year window that they have to maximize all things Will Levis on his rookie deal, doesn't mean that you can't do well with him once he's off his rookie deal, but it's a hell of a lot easier when you're paying that dude pennies on the dollar for the quarterback position as opposed to paying Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow north of $50 million a year, right? Things get more complicated, Josh Allen, once you sign your second contract at the quarterback position. But hearing that from Callahan, from uh, Lapham about Callahan, so you're going to hire an offensive coach who's never called plays, but he's not necessarily coming here to be the offensive play caller. You heard Dave Lapham say, well, I'd imagine that Callahan would empower an offensive coordinator, cough, cough, we'll get to that here in just a second, to be the play caller. And if he's not going to delegate that exclusively to an offensive coordinator, then he'll have a Zach Taylor-like setup where he and the offensive coordinator are on the headset up until that 15-second mark on the play clock, which is when the coach-to-quarterback communication shuts off in the quarterback's ear, right? We've talked about that a million different times in a million different ways and how effective that can be. Those two voices are in the quarterback's head, and ultimately, if it's Callahan calling the plays or whomever the offensive coordinator is going to be, and we'll talk about that momentarily, Callahan is going to give you kind of a built-in protection from losing your offensive system, your successful offensive system, whenever the next round of hiring begins, right? It's entirely possible. So let's just use the hypothetical of Thomas Brown, right? 
if Thomas Brown comes here to be the offensive coordinator, well, he's already interviewing for head coaching jobs. Maybe he's not at the point where he's going to get one. Okay, Thomas, come here for a year. We'll see how we can make this thing work. You can be an offensive play caller as an offensive coordinator. I won't rip it away from you and then give it back and then take it away again the way that Frank Reich did to you in Carolina last year. You're going to learn how Zach Taylor and I did this so that it will put you in position to succeed and that when I have to replace you whenever you get a head coaching job, if you get a head coaching job, then the next guy can come in. He can either call the plays or we'll put him in a situation like like we have before where you learn how we do this or how Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan have done this and bring that system, that collaborative effort to Tennessee on the headset, right? It's not just about working well with the GM and being in stride with Amy Adams Strunk. It's all of these things where that word, that concept of working together on every level is going to benefit this particular team. Sharm Sports says he loves that point. Um, Jacob Renfro says, why exactly are we pursuing Brown? Was Frank calling plays in Carolina? We'll get to that here in just a second from Jacob Renfro. Um, don't hire a coaching, don't hire coaching from a worse team, says Jonathan White. Well, uh, you, well, that's, that's stupid. That's of course silly. There's plenty of reasons why Carolina tanked and it's not because, uh, it's not because of anything that Thomas Brown did as the offensive coordinator. Now you're going to look at the Carolina Panthers offense and be like, no, 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 no. How is anybody on the Carolina Panthers going to be able to come in here and provide us an upgrade? Did you see their offense? And I would say, did you see their roster? And how much it struggled, they arguably had a worse offensive line situation than Tennessee, and Tennessee had one of the worst offensive line situations in football. Laws says, don't we want Callahan to call plays? Maybe, maybe not. That's his call to make. Okay, let us let me let me expand upon that point here in just a second. Right after I remind you, uh, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, go to amandajgentry.com for the best protections that you can get. From having your constitutional rights infringed upon, Amanda J is there to educate you about what your constitutional protections are and to fight for you to make sure that you are not being infringed upon in ways that violate the Constitution. Whether Wherever justice demands, Amanda J and her team are there for you. Go to amandajgentry.com for more information. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. So, uh, do you want Callahan to call plays? So, theoretically, I would understand that notion, but he's not the play caller in Cincinnati. So, he could look at this and say, all right, and and we don't have the answer to this question yet, though I'm sure that will come to light uh, as soon as he gives a press conference, which I would expect no later than Wednesday, at this point, uh, don't have anything confirmed yet, but I can't imagine that they would go later than Wednesday with getting them out there pending travel and things like that. You know, uh, they've got to get them to Nashville. They got to get them prepped. They got to do all the the photo shoots and pictures and stuff like that uh, to uh, to make sure that he's ready to go before they sit him down in front of us and he starts fielding questions from us. But um, so Brian Callahan, not the play caller in Cincinnati, even though he's up to the minute, up to the second in the in the discussion for whatever play that Zach Taylor decides upon. It's kind of like Brian Dayball, right? And I talked about this on the radio show today. Brian Dayball, the former offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, now the head coach of the New York Giants. Brian Dayball's skills as a play caller got him interviews to be a head coach. Ultimately, his interview ability and his plan for Daniel Jones and 
um, you know, Saquon Barkley and all, all the different pieces that they have is what got him the head coaching job. And then what did Brian Dayball turn around and do in his first year in his coach of the year campaign? He turned around and gave the play calling duties to Mike Kafka. He said, I got a lot of other responsibilities as a head coach here that, and I trust Mike Kafka to be able to operate my system. I know I'm going to be on the headset up to the second with him as well. And so if Mike can be an extension of me in ways that make my job easier to delegate and you can have success that way. Now, you don't know that that's going to be 100% successful, but you don't know that Brian Callahan being a play calling head coach would be 100% successful. So this, this is the kind of cost benefit analysis that they're going to work through before they ultimately determine who calls plays within this system. And, and Callahan may come in here saying, you know what, it's my time, it's my turn, I'm going to call the plays here. But I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic, and you heard that from Dave Lapham, saying, I would imagine he's going to empower a coordinator there. Um, worth keeping an eye on. So no, just because he has not called plays and will now be the guy in charge of facilitating the next version of Tennessee Titans offense, right, does not mean that he has to exclusively be the play caller. Uh, Dion says, Buck, you can't use logic with a lot of these people. Let them wallow in their emotional hot takes on situations. It's It ain't Madden. If it ain't Madden, they won't understand. No, I think you're not giving people enough credit. I think people understand what it is that needs to happen here. It's just a bunch of situations that you have to consider at this point with this head coach how he's coming in here and what people's level of expectations are. I think it's totally fine to, for people to expect him to call plays. Tighten up Tony says, I want him calling plays. F that. Um, <laughs> sure. You know, you can want whatever you want. You can have whatever opinion that you want, which is the beauty of the primetime show. We can have these opinions. We can talk through how realistic or unrealistic that they are. And, uh, you know, maybe some of you are more off the wall than others, but that's fine. Alex Alejandro says, who are, who are we thinking the DC will be? Um, he's got connections all over the league. So I, I think it's premature to answer that question. Um, I would love to see them hire a Giro Evero. I think that that guy's interviewing for head coaching jobs and that he would prefer to be a head coach. But if he's not happy in Carolina and he doesn't get the head job there, then I would absolutely take here, him here in Tennessee to be the next defensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. But, you know, early in the process. Now, Callahan will have a staff put together that that Thomas Brown note. Well, let's talk about Thomas Brown here in just a second. What's the first move that Brian Callahan needs to make as the new head coach of the Tennessee Titans? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Put your answer, answers in the comment section where so many of you are live streaming with us tonight. We will talk about it together right after i uh right after i remind you that the primetime show is presented by zen sports download the app plug in the promo code atoztn get up to one thousand dollars on your no danger first wager nobody has better offers for you than zen sports in fact their vip betting program is awesome you have to submit yourself for VIP consideration, if you feel like your Zen Sports play qualifies, you can go to zensports.com slash VIP. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. So, how, uh, what should the first order of business for Brian Callahan be? Daniel Miller says, give 22 a new deal. Talking about Derrick Henry. I have no idea how Brian Callahan's going to feel about Derrick Henry. One of Brian Callahan's best qualities, though, is it's not just about the passing game. The Bengals have had one of the more, more efficient 
rushing attacks in football. Now, that's been available to them because they've got the skill position players to spread defenses out. They can run the ball out of three wide receiver sets, right, 11 personnel, and find ways to, you know, think that you're threatening the defense with the pass and then run the football to create space for yourself and things like that. So a running game is going to be a part of what they do here in Tennessee if things go to plan. Does that involve Henry? I I would think I would think that there I mean there will be consideration of bringing Derrick Henry back whether or not they feel compelled to do it depends on what Henry's market ends up being and I let, let me answer it this way I would think that they are less inclined to bring Derrick Henry back okay it's a pretty clean break you've gotten the best possible version of Derrick Henry for 8 years uh, eight years longer than most people get out of their running backs. My initial reaction to that would be, I still don't know that they're going to go out of their way to bring Derek back, but we'll see how this thing plays out. And maybe if Derek's still out there after a few waves of free agency, looking around and seeing how contenders are shaping up roster-wise and the Titans look more appealing than they did as potentially competing for a Super Bowl, then perhaps a deal can be done, but I, I just, I don't think that Derrick Henry is going to be a priority here right now. Offensive line, first and foremost, it's tough to bring back Derrick Henry when you don't have any kind of, when you don't have any new pieces on the offensive line right now. And they'll do free agency, of course, before they do the draft. So I think that is more of a, a long shot, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And, and certainly he'll be asked that question. Brian Callahan will be when he gives a press conference. Um, they, uh, uh, let's see, uh, many of you asking questions about Derrick Henry. I don't want to get too far down the line. Uh, Drew Fogarty says Munchak makes Skaronsky a Munchak Matthews caliber player. Well, offensive line coach is going to be a big decision for him. And of course his dad is one of the most famous offensive line coaches. One of the most famous coaches in the NFL, still active, still coaching offensive line for the Cleveland Browns is his father. Um, see, uh, so we will see whether that involves a father son reunion here in Tennessee or Mike Munchak, who has expressed an interest in coaching and coaching for the Titans and is still one of the best offensive line coaches in the sport, even though he's been out of football for a couple of years, Mike Munchak has been, but my, uh, pos- my position is that they have to get the offensive coordinator right first and foremost. And I think that the offensive coordinator has already interviewed to be the head coach here. I will, we'll see how things play out. And I'd like some more concrete stuff on this other than, you know, just kind of scuttlebutt that I'm hearing inside the Titans building right now. But I think that it is their intention to bring Thomas Brown, my educated guess to bring Thomas Brown in as the offensive coordinator under Callahan, Thomas Brown, who did an interview with our buddy, Steve Weich, Uh, and James Palmer of the NFL Network on his offensive philosophy, I think like week one before the Carolina Panthers season went to total shit. So when when you're you're game planning, now now that you've got a baseline, right, from the the game against Atlanta, now you go to the Saints on Monday night. I mean, what is Bryce's approach? Because everything we saw in college was, okay, let's go get it. We know we did wrong. Let's go get it. Kind of tell us what it's been like working with him going into week two. I'm in the exact same way. I think one of the things I love about Bryce is his overall approach. Remember back when we were kind of going through the process of evaluating quarterbacks. So we're on you know, a couple of planes flying around the country uh, to interview quarterbacks, but also watch those guys throw in person. 
And so I meet with all the quarterbacks, and I'm asking those guys some similar questions. And one of the questions I asked to all the quarterbacks was, just take me through, okay, the game is done. It's Saturday night. What's your weekly process from the time the game ends to the next mm. game? And so most quarterbacks had probably, a, I would say, 10 to 15-minute uh, response, right? So we're 17 minutes into the into Bryce answering the question, and we're still on Tuesday morning. Uh, so I think Bennett, when it, when it comes to his overall development, like he has a great approach, a great process towards understanding how to move on past the game, learn pat, learn from those mistakes, but also build upon what he did well as well also. So that is the former Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator, uh, Thomas Brown, who was interviewed here to be the next head coach and who an educated guess, I believe it is their intention to bring him in as the offensive coordinator, pending what other opportunities might be available to Thomas Brown under Brian Callahan. Gabriel Ruiz says the Panthers are all losers. Uh, 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 EA, I always mispronounce your last name, EA. I'm just going to say EA from now on. Bill Callahan and T. Higgins are two people he wants here with Brian Callahan. Bill, of course, the father, and T. Higgins, the Bengals wide receiver, who is a pending free agent. Uh, I would imagine that they're going to be tagged. Um, are you excited to have media time with a coach that might not rip off everybody's head for asking bad questions? No, honestly, I'm good. Here's, here's the thing that I'll say. Uh, I hope that Brian Callahan, you know, it doesn't matter how Brian Callahan does press conferences and, and whatever. All that he's got to do is win and maximize the quarterback. He can be a total jerk to media. He can be the nicest and most uninteresting and blandest guy in the world. Uh, I am going to miss Mike Vrabel press conferences. I would much rather exist in a media environment like that. Uh, I think that Mike made us ask better questions. I think that Mike kept us on our toes. It made you pay attention because a lot of times it's easy to sleepwalk through those press conferences, especially if when you're dealing with coaches who either have the personality of a shoe or are projecting the personality of the shoe. I, I appreciate Mike Vrabel for at least keeping those things interesting for us, but it doesn't matter how Callahan or Thomas Brown or any of these other people do their press conferences. Doesn't matter how Mike Vrabel did press conferences because he kept losing games. You have to win games. That's the only thing that matters here. Uh, would I prefer a, a prefer a more exciting, combative press conference environment? Hell yes, but you know beggars can't be choosers. Um, I think that uh, I think that the uh, I think that there's a lot of stuff um, that is going to be sorted out here in the coming hours. But they've already presented a plan, right? The whole reason that Callahan is hired and is the choice there is because he presented the best plan on top of being the most qualified candidate for what it is that this team needs. The most boxes checked. Brown fits the system. Again, uh, kind of providing some insight on that from people who have been texting me about this. Um, Thomas Brown as offensive coordinator sounds likely. It's the best case scenario. Both of them are known, Callahan and Brown, to be really good dudes around the league. Uh, this is from a uh, from a league source. Brown was with Ran and Zach Taylor's offense during their time with the Rams. Because remember, Ran before San Francisco was also part of the St. Louis slash LA Rams organization and did see that uh, come up from the ground up. So that's kind of, that's obviously the direction that they're heading, and we will see uh, how much of that actually comes to pass. Again, if Brown gets a head coaching job, he's probably going to take it. It depends. It's got to be the right head coaching job. Um, but I think that we could see a Vrabel LaFleur type situation here with uh, with M Mike Vrabel beating Matt LaFleur out for the Titans head coaching job and Vrabel convincing LaFleur to come in under him as the OC before getting the Green Bay job in the following offseason. All right. 
Um, I think uh, how not to says shut up about the like button. You're welcome for the views. I haven't asked you to hit the like button, but now I'm going to demand. I'm going to tell you that if you don't hit that damn like button, I'm going to kick you out of this show. You're welcome for the views. You're welcome for this damn show. Ungrateful ass. We, <laughs> I mean, we would have been doing a show anyway, but you are welcome for our presence to tell you about your new head coach. Not this whiny, I almost <laughs> said a, a word that I shouldn't. I'm going to be respectful, but you saw the neck veins. Don't push me, all right? Don't push me here. Hit that damn like button or you're kicked out of the show. That's how it goes. <laughs> um, all right. With that being said, I'm going to delegate in the same way that Brian Callahan may delegate his responsibilities. I'm going to delegate because just because the Titans have hired a coach does not mean that we divert from our regularly scheduled programming. Bert is going to make his first appearance on the show. Uh, and God knows how long, because either he's been out on Sundays or I've been out on Sundays or he's been on a Ravens game. I don't know when the last time that we've done this. And it's not even a Sunday. It's a Monday. In case you missed it coming up next, we'll do that here in just a second. Lowdown says, Buckets, time for an ad spot. You're damn right it is. Let me tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team can provide to you. The official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators and of your boy is GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. All right, Bert, get your ass in here. Let's do this. Just going to move the wrong graphic in. We haven't done this in what? 15 weeks. (laughs) Don't don't do the neck veins on me. I'm not having this shit today. Don't do the neck veins on me. (laughs) We got 1,200 people in here. Neck veins don't discriminate, all right? I, they don't get to pick how pissed off I get. All right. Don't piss me off. That's how look this at works. those things. Damn. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> you can't even see my neck. Mine would be doing that too. Uh, the question for tonight is who is the biggest beneficiary of Brian Callahan being hired as the Titans new head coach? There's a, a lot of options here. You could go with Will Levis. You could go with the Titans playmakers. You could go with uh, Titans fans who want to bring in T Higgins, want to bring in Bill Callahan. Are you a big fan of father duo combos? Uh, all those alike rejoice together buck who do you think is the biggest beneficiary well i mean the answer is going to be will levis right for all the reasons that we've just described again just to kind of run down callahan's resume um and we'll just pull it straight from the uh we'll pull it straight from the bengals team website uh, are you happy by the way while i pull up his resume to see him leave the division the bengals Don't steal were my not- thunder i still have to talk more don't steal my thunder okay then i won't brian callahan <laughs> is in his 14th nfl season and his fifth in Cincinnati as their offensive coordinator this year. He was an off. He joined the Bengals as their OC in 2019. Uh, obviously, he helped bring Burrow along in the 2020 season, got him up to speed. The Bengals were a top 10 offense in the league, scoring, passing, total yardage. They made an appearance in Super Bowl. Uh, what was that? 50. I don't know how to do the Roman numerals. I think that's like, <laughs> is it 54, 53? I'm scared. I don't want to do Your this. Guess anyway. Is good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> the Roman numerals scare me, but they have been able to put together top 10 offenses. And even this year, Bert, they finished with a uh, winning record. All three of their other divisional opponents, the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers all made the postseason and the Bengals were in it until the very last. They put together a four and three record with Jake Browning at quarterback. They dealt with Burrow basically for out uh, without Burrow for half the year or a, a banged up version of Burrow. In fact, the Titans probably dodged a bullet. They should have only they should have won less games. That Cincinnati game looks like an outlier for what they were able to uh, squeak by in 27 to 3 here in Nashville early in the season. 
But uh, yeah, my 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 go-to answer would be Will Levis is the immediate beneficiary of, of Brian Callahan's presence. Well, rather you read off the team website, why don't we let the shiny uh, production introduce Bill Callahan? The guy who hasn't gotten a lot of buzz is coming off a Super Bowl season as the offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, Brian Callahan. There it is to the end zone, and he comes down with it. Outrageous. And Cincinnati is heading to the Super Bowl. So, Brian, growing up in a football family, your dad, Bill, being a coach, what's coaching all about to you? It's about giving guys information and tools to go do their job to the best of their ability. And you try to give them information that they can digest, tools that they can use, and really try to develop the player so that they can have success. Hard stop. And he's going toward the end zone. Chase, I'll take that. Touchdown, right over Ward. A gutsy call, and the Bengals capitalize. To get to Denver, as a young coach. I jack the tight end and run your slip screen with out of strong. And then Peyton Manning gets there. Yep. And you two formed a really close relationship. I mentioned Brian Callahan because he has been huge for me this year. Get a healthy respect for the work I did to help him and I loved going to work there every day, getting to be in that quarterback room. It was, there was nothing better. Peyton Manning has become the NFL's all-time leader in career touchdown passes. Been very appreciative of, of the time that he spent with me, uh, invested in my career to some degree as well. He's going to be a top offensive coordinator, maybe a head coach like his dad at some point in the near future. Good players make good coaches, and to be around Matthew in Detroit, um, to be around Derek in, in now Las Vegas, uh, and then my time with Peyton, and then here obviously with Joe it has been a real blessing. It's Most guys can go their whole career and not be around those types of players, and, and I've been able to be around quite a few of them. Burrow out of the gun, fires downfield, uh -huh. caught on the run! Go TV! Touchdown, yeah. Tyler Boyd! Wait. This is a great design by Brian Callahan. I think that's what's fun about coaching is information you've given or technique you provided uh, made a difference in, in making a play or not making a play, and, and you get excited for those guys when they get a chance to do it. Brian Callahan interviewed for the Broncos head coaching job last year. I was told he really impressed them. You will hear his name again in this cycle. Tom Pelissero looks just like a pinky. <laughs> what a weird looking human being you ever see those like like he looks like a second toe tom he ain't got he has no business looking or like you that. look like a thumb what are you talking about people look like appendages we're, you're we're just the, the opposite hand. side of the hand look here's Pelicero, here's bert i think i'm the biggest beneficiary because now the Bengals get weaker the ravens can stay strong i'm happy the afc north anytime you can take him away take his dad from cleveland too get them all out of here Get the AFC North week for me. Hey, take all the Callahans out of the AFC North and let Burt Ravens run to the AFC Championship game year after year after year. All right. Well done by you. Back to the shadows. Thank you for your service. Anytime. That is Robert Walsh. That is in case you missed it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is tonight's primetime show. Now, listen. Uh, radio show from 10 to 1 tomorrow. We're going to talk all about this. We're going to keep you updated. There's going to be a press conference announced. We'll carry it live. Um, I've already talked to the Titans. Uh, I've already talked to the Titans about setting up an interview with Brian Callahan whenever such time as the news is announced immediately. The response that I got from everybody that's in charge with that is we can't confirm anything right now. Nothing has been confirmed, yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, whenever you do get that confirmed, go ahead and tee me in or pencil me in for the interview with Brian Callahan, and we will have him on the radio show, I would bet, by the end of the week. So, um, keep it locked on 104.5 The Zone. Of course, I'll be writing all kinds of stuff for A2ZSports.com. Uh, you'll have great coverage there from us. Primetime, 
We're going to do a special episode of the 615 Sessions podcast this week as well on Friday. To Ron, I'm going to text him to come back for a repeat. I'm going to see if Rex Road and Kaharski want to do it with the four of us together. We'll do we'll go quad box for you on your new Titans coaching hire after the news, the press conference, and all the good stuff gets in at the end of the week. Kevin Clark of The Ringer is also going to join us on the radio show. He has great insights on Brian Callahan. You can check that out as well, so make sure you're listening from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if I don't catch you there, I will see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. We'll leave you one last time, because this is the last time that we're going to get to use it, with Mike Rabel, the former Titans head coach, sending us into the next era of Titans head coaching. I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Expand on because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Well, it, uh, it fucking sucks. You-